Hey, BU fam, and welcome to the Rena Room. This show will serve all you beautiful souls seeking truth, love, community, and realness. Journey with us into a world of ups, downs, and authenticity as we pool our holistic wisdom to give tips and tools for navigating through chaos and embracing change. We want to help you get clear about your authentic path and how to thrive in your everyday life. Welcome to the Reno Room. Hello, everyone. What episode are we on? 17, I think. Yeah, Dusset. Oh, yes. Bring it in the French. Always. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really have to pee, except like I'm going off the basis. Like, did you ever, you know, when you played soccer? Well, yeah. when I played soccer, every time I had to pee, I played better. So if I really, like, I would drink water before my game. <laughs> Really? And then I would be like, oh, yeah, okay, I really have to pee. This is great. And I don't know. It just worked for me. So I'm doing the same thing. (laughs) We're the opposite. If I had to pee, I felt like I was just going to run and pee would just, you know, go everywhere. But I'd be a hot mess. Yeah, I think it's because, like, it amps me out. I have so much more energy because I'm like, I got to go fast. I got to (laughs) pee. that we're always yeah. opposites but we always kind of like <laughs> oh complete each other the center oh like our famous thing that we want to do real about when two, two becomes, becomes one if you pay 11 dollars a month <laughs> plus hsd and you're on our <laughs> facebook group right now which we had a lot of technical difficulties bringing the video to but but Listen, we made it 17, 17 episodes without any techie issues so cheers to that but you would see the um the hand gesture that goes along with that song yeah it's it's worth it if you just listen to the pod that's okay too (laughs) we still love you we just had to include the for only eleven dollars plus hst only 12.50 something it's a Uh, supplies yeah supplies no i was trying to do an accent and it did not work i don't even know i was gonna say supplies supplies i don't even know i'm trying and i failed miserably but i love myself through the process it's fine we'll we'll just pretend that yeah thanks or pretend like it never happened okay yeah that makes me feel better you want to talk about the hot mess that happened last wednesday with these hornets i swear the one loved me it almost landed on my glasses listen we need some backstory (laughs) so we finished the podcast last week Mm -hmm. and then we decided that we needed to get out of the space we needed to go do some work like we had a lot to plan right got the retreat coming up we got some surprises coming up so we went we're like let's go to a restaurant and we'll just like eat like get a glass of something and work well we'd done been about to like 20 restaurants just kidding oh, yeah. it was like three three <laughs> still it took us a while like an hour i mean who knew in north bay you can't go get lunch on a patio i know right wild So we ended up going to Casey's Mm -hmm. and we were like, oh, yeah, this is a nice patio. Okay, Mm -hmm. sounds good. Mm -hmm. Sit down. Wasp Central. (laughs) It started with one. And I was like, I can deal with one wasp. Mm -hmm. And it was really liking Brianna. So I was like, I'm fine with that. (laughs) You can stay on that side for Brianna. But then you like sent it too much love. Because then it like landed on your finger. Like landed on your glasses. And and I was just obsessed with it. Yeah. Because you don't like wasp, right? No. No, that's what. Yeah. And I was like, it's fine. Wasp land on me all the time. And I'm pretty chill about it. But not when I'm trying to talk with my French hands and do a business (laughs) meeting. Because that's a whole different story. Have you ever been stung by a wasp? Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. (gasps) But a long, long time ago. Okay. So I'm not really traumatized by that anymore. 
anymore. Okay. When I was younger, I was, That's but fine. I've done the, you know, the, the calming <laughs> work. <laughs> the work. Well, listen, I thought you. that, yeah, I thought I was over it. I remember specifically the day that I was stung. I was running to go to the catch the bus, and then I ran into the plant, and then <gasps> the, there was a wasp in the plant stung. I was traumatized for the whole day. Didn't no. go to school. And then I was like, thought I was over it. It's fine. Then that bee in the studio two, yeah, that was three wild. weeks ago. Yeah. I still have phantom pain mm-hmm. in my foot where I stepped on it. I don't blame you. Literally. Yeah. I got goose pimples right now. Oh, my okay. goodness. We're, we're working through you, it. We're working through it. You're not the only one. Because yeah. side note, Taylor's the same way. And okay. Dwight. So, I mean, and I yeah. would be too if I would be stung recently. But I... I <laughs> And I haven't, so it's okay. I yeah. honor, I honor you for that fear, you <laughs> Thank know. You. Yeah. So then it, it became two wasps, then like yeah. three, and then yeah. I think it was four at one point. One yeah. was in her drink. One, like you said, yeah. landed right between my glasses. I'm like, okay, I love you. I go, I'm going cross-eyed here, <laughs> and I'm like, but I don't love you as much for you to go my third eye. Like yeah. that's scary. That's personal space. Like we had to go inside. We had to. So we go inside. Apparently, it's wasp season. Did you know that? The oh, fall is like wasp season. That's why. Yeah, I was, because on the weekend I went to Picton, we did a little Lintner family trip, and there was like, they had specifically at the wineries, like wasp traps. Whoa. So they would like take a glass of wine and put it in the far corner of like the, wherever all the tastings were going, and then they would just go to the, oh. it, it worked. Oh, I was like, oh were they we drunk? Set a trap. Like, were they kind of like <laughs> flying? Or would they... <laughs> or would they just kind of go and smell it and just stay around there because yeah, of the sugar just, rush? Yes. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. So they're not actually like killing the wasp. They're just, no, they're just harnessing them yes, over harnessing. to another. <laughs> Gently, come over here, my yes. friend. <laughs> we are posing you, posing you with our magic potion. Yeah. <laughs> and then the car ride if you haven't looked yet i recorded i didn't post them yet but we opened up a tiktok account if you want (laughs) i've been i was struggling with that but there are some funny behind the scene videos we will post on there yes i don't know if you've seen it yet but the car ride on the way to the boat this whole thing i think i I was talking about the top muffin and the bottom muffin we're talking about different things and then you stop me and you say okay wait i'm stressing out i don't know where i'm going and so i'm like so i literally panic and i'm like oh my god oh we we're supposed to turn there but no no we didn't and you're just like oh god oh god and i'm like oh you could turn here so then i started being calm and then i was like or we can park there or we can park over here and then you're saying oh god i have anxiety and then we pull into the driveway i'm like you could go left if you want and then you're about to turn i'm like oh wait we cannot turn left and you're like why because there's a sidewalk (laughs) yeah it was like a garden it was like a huge yeah you have to see the video i'll post it yeah this is the thing i feel like we're so dangerous to drive together we've talked about it before like we just get such add brain now we get talking about one thing and Mm. then i forget where i'm going and that's a whole situation it started when we drove to the retreat last year because it was just like i had no idea where i was going because i just kept getting lost in like us talking about all these random things and then we almost missed the turn we to get did. to Northern Edge like multiple times. Yep. And we had to stop ourselves and be like, okay, we're looking for the signs. Pay attention <laughs> to the signs. And then we would get talking about something and be like, oh shit, did we miss the sign? So thank goodness for GPS. I think we put it on GPS yeah. and she literally yelled at us. We put it full blast so yeah. that we wouldn't miss the turn. So yes. that's our strategy. Yeah. We are safe. We're amazing drivers. It's just we get <laughs> yeah. lost in the conversation and then we miss our turn. It's mm-hmm. the directions that we have a hard time with. Yes. You know, just in case you see us and you pretend <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, I'm so scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. We're excellent drivers. Yes. Oh, 
<sighs> and we have okay. a couple spots left in the retreat, but it's Ooh. filling up. We've filled up another two, three people. Yeah. So if you're interested, let us know. The deadline's in about a week and a half. Yep. We've got to get everything in. So just want to plant that seed. Yeah. But Brianna, yeah. moving forward from our random stories, yep. what are we talking about today? We're oh. talking about shifting energy. Ooh, because my language. I, yes. And I feel like a lot of people might be thinking like, okay, what does that mean? Yeah. So I think we should just start by like letting people know like what's the bed like what are the situations that you might need to or want mm. to shift your energy mm-hmm. and like how do you do it so mm. number one in my mind i would kind of say shifting your energy i i kind of try and shift my energy to me this means when i'm kind of in like a slump Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When it's kind of like you get out of that space of awareness and then all of a sudden you like, it's almost like you wake up and you're like, whoa, I haven't been focusing on what I wanted to focus on. I haven't been manifesting what I want to manifest. I kind of got out of my habits and my rituals and I want to, it's almost like a lifestyle detox. Mm-hmm. Let's kind of like get back to like whatever our desired feeling or object or manifestation Mm -hmm. like whatever it is Mm -hmm. and to me that's when i go into like all right energy shift to you what does it mean what is like when would you be like i need to shift this energy because that mine is more of like a bigger yeah there's hmm, how do i sum this up for me it's when i feel like i'm not in alignment because I feel like there are certain times in my life where I know it's time to process and feel certain things. So I'm okay with feeling that certain feeling. Mm-hmm. But then there's other times I'm realizing that um, I'm being sucked in by that feeling and I'm being identified by it. So for mm-hmm. me to sum it up, it's more or less about if I'm in alignment because I could be down having a bad per se day, quote unquote day. Yeah. But if I'm still in alignment when I'm sad, yeah then I allow that, right? I put on the music, I put on, I do things to soothe my soul. If I am happy and I'm in alignment, that's cool too. So it's Mm. really not dependent on the emotion for me. It's more of if I'm in alignment or not. And then the second part of that would be if I need to get shit done throughout the day, you know, like we have podcasts or I have a meeting, Mm -hmm. that's when I utilize the tool where it's like, it doesn't matter if I'm in alignment or not, I'm feeling really shitty in this moment and I need to amp my energy. I need to shift something because I don't have time to deal with whatever's happening in my body. I'll put it on the shelf for later. So for me, it's a two different step process. It depends if I have the time. Um, so I want to be either in alignment or not, or it depends if I actually have some stuff to do and I need to put it on the shelf and I don't want to feel whatever's happening. So I need, just need to like amp up my energy because I feel mm-hmm. sluggish. I feel yucky. I feel unmotivated. I feel like I don't even, I can't even do this right now. Right. Yeah. So for me, it's like a two step process. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think that like, like it just kind of reminds me of, you know, recently, you know, especially when I think about, okay, what does that mean for me and when do I utilize it? Yeah. I think that, like, it reminds me mainly of, which is why I talk, m- like, more about this idea of, like, I get out of habits. Like, I think what we're saying is similar but different. Yeah, different it's language. Like we're saying it, like, yeah, just using that yeah. different language. I think, like, recently for me, it's specifically been, you know, getting out of my um habits and rituals that connect me to that space of alignment Mm. and so you know as things get busy and again we're like in virgo season now so it's all like 
planning the work and working the plan and and kind of restructuring and reorganizing yeah. and kind of going inward and just kind of reorganizing right mm-hmm. and so i think recently i've been like taking that reflection time to just analyze and review and it really took me out of almost like that sleep of you know when you get so busy and you just get consumed like you're not doing the task the tasks are doing Mm. you like you're just kind of consumed with like just get it done just get all these checklist things done and you're not necessarily as intentional love that so so i feel like like the energy of this season really helped shift my like personal energy mm-hmm. to be like, whoa, yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. really been doing the things that connect me so that I maybe cannot like, it's almost like you, you're you doing these things intentionally, but the purpose of habits is to be allow yourself to be on that airplane mode a little bit, right? Mm. So it's almost like I like shifted out of the intentional habits and just kind of let myself run away with the busyness, which I think is totally normal, which is why the, the beauty of talking about this. Mm. And I love that you use the word intentional because I think the intentional habits is what creates alignment. It's like the same language, right? Yeah. But we all have different words to use use there and you're absolutely right your busyness for me it's like processing and feeling it's like if I fill my day with so much stuff and then I I go well wait a second is this actually propelling me in the direction that I want to go or is it just this busyness because I don't want to you know feel whatever it is that I have to feel so there's so many angles towards this but what I've been doing to kind of maximize my alignment is during the day I like to put what's called um binaural beats Mm -hmm. did I say that right this time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or you just look it up on YouTube, but I literally put one in the background. Rather, it's if I'm feeling like I'm processing something deep on the side, like at nighttime, it feels I have anxiety, it feels heavy, I'm crying a lot, but during the day, I can't, right? So I'm being super mm-hmm. productive. During the day, I create this space, this energetic space for me to amp up my energy. Yeah. So depending on what I need, rather it's um, manifesting miracles, rather it's aligning my chakras, mm-hmm. rather it's uh, deeper inner child healing, whatever your language, whatever it is that you need you can listen to that in the background and what's happening is you reprogram your subconscious mind during the day so at nighttime you can process that organically in your own beautiful way so you don't carry that shit within you yeah you know what i mean so for me that's how i shift my energy from knowing when it's time to feel it or time to create that space versus during the day when i'm hustling and i'm busy i allow myself to have that music in the background just to calm my nervous system for more alignment for more intentional work so there's this music that you can play in the background to help you throughout your day and that's been really helping me become clear on the direction that I want to go yeah and that's huge <laughs> and I think specifically you're using one of your senses right you're yeah. using that like your sense of hearing whatever the yeah. heck you click your sense of hear yeah. your sense of ear ears ears hearing <laughs> you nailed it listening <laughs> listening or hearing yeah. listening, listening. Sense. <laughs> anyways your ear balls <laughs> your things <laughs> you're using them to like to that sense to trigger something within you to realign yourself yeah on monday was a holiday so Mm. i took the day i taught my evening class but i took the day Mm. and i just had this like i really want to organize and restructure and just take time to sit yeah so i started with like just journaling you know i had like something just a random show on in the background and i just started making notes and like what feels good you Mm. know using that like what feels light what Mm. what gives me inspiration right now you know and as I started writing things and just going with the flow, I just, I was like, no, no, I'll go outside, did some gardening, came back in. And then all of a sudden I just had this urge to like clean mm. and not like 
like cleaning in terms of like using cleaning products and wiping things down i just like i got this garbage bag and i had like a pile for like what to donate mm-hmm. and i just started in one room and specifically my like office because that's like a, a really big space of inspiration yeah. for me and i just started taught i just mm-hmm. was like the marie Kondo method you know mm-hmm. this doesn't bring me joy i've been holding on to this because whether there's like a little bit of a sentimental value attached or mm-hmm. i'm kind of like feeling bad about donating it and i just started cleansing mm-hmm. and that shifted my energy so much the visual like the decluttering mm-hmm. to be able to see more space physical space being made it like made me feel so mm. much lighter and it just gave me gave me that kind of like it like energized me it gave mm. me that kind of pep in my step to be like okay now i feel like i can start to tackle other things and it really allowed me to kind of go back to like my space of work like and get more kind of energized and excited about the work that mm. i'm doing and all of that so i think tackling in general your senses and just asking yourself like what is it that I feel whether it's you know that really kind of putting on music or putting on meditations or listening to something maybe that feels good maybe it's the visualization Mm -hmm. of like decluttering Mm -hmm. maybe it's kind of like getting your hands in in gardening and like reorganizing restructuring in that way but I think that's a really good point looking at like your senses Mm. and what are the kind of simple things that you can do to just notice if there's a shift i love that and i think the number one thing is to understand how you're feeling in the moment so if you evaluate yourself and do the self-assessment and say whoa i've been feeling really heavy Mm. i've been feeling really sad i've been going to bed with this knot in my stomach whatever Mm. your reasoning is that happened with myself and and dwight's room dwight Mm. kept saying it feels a little dark in here mom or it feels like i don't really like i love the black but it's just you know it was at one point he loved it right Mm -hmm. but we've noticed that he's been processing a lot of his trauma that he experienced um during the separation and whatnot Mm -hmm. that i won't go into this video in this detail I have the actual example in one of my inner beauty live sessions that I talk about, Mm. right? Where it's like Dwight is experiencing different times and going back and actually having a safe place to process emotion. Mm. So now he's feeling like he wants the brighter colors. He wants Mm. the orange. He wants the yellow. And if you look up the chakras, right, that's when you taste certain, take your power Mm. back and more in your creative space. So this is what I decided to do over the weekend like you instead of what well, we decluttered 1000% but it was more of an organizational process and yeah. changing up the colors because I knew he wanted to feel a certain way mm-hmm. and your space is a reflection of how you want to feel inside. So 100%. if you're feeling heavy a lot of times take a look at your physical space and ask yourself what is making me feel heavy in this room. Yes. Right away I knew it was the dark wall so we shifted it. And we painted all the superhero colors, the bright red, the bright yellow, the green, and the blue. And we did this cool, like, these cool different shapes. Yeah. And uh, we we did the bookshelf, and we added all the Legos that he's built, so made it really personalized. We put different pictures, and we just restructured the toys. And literally, every time we walked by, even Taylor, my partner, was like, I always take a second look, because it just makes me feel so (laughs) joyful. I'm like, I know, right? And it's totally off the decor of our entire house, right? Like, I'm more about the whites and the grays and the farmhouse, but this 
this is for Dwight. This is yeah. was for him, right? That's so like his sacred space. Exactly. So if you're doing this with family members, especially if it's a partner or your kid, allow your imagination to run free because what works for you doesn't necessarily work for your kid. And totally. you know what I mean? And the more that you align their bedroom with your kid, I've seen a huge shift with Dwight in school this wow. year even. Wow. Where, you know, I'm seeing him excited for school where last mm. year he didn't want to. So mm. even just restructuring the whole room yes. made a whole difference in his emotional state Huge. which was beautiful and yes. even for myself walking by i'm like oh it feels so much lighter now yes. and it feels so much better Go yeah ahead. and i think that like that's a really good point how you were saying like that's not really like the decor of the house but like that's where i'm giving him a space like when i was living with my parents like i'm not even gonna say when i was young because like just <laughs> when i was living with them i would because you know my mom bless my mom yeah. she's very like it, even my bedroom was martha like stewart oh my god stewart stewart i, I meant stewart, stewart. <laughs> <laughs> yes. i got excited i wanted to add an it in there and i remember like i was never it like traumatized me for so long mm. i was never allowed to put posters on my wall mm. i was never allowed to like add any of my own touches really it was like very no this is like the house this is not necessarily like your space yeah and not now never like said that way but you know what i mean it for was sure. just kind of like this is how we keep the house so i would find these little nooks and crannies in the house there was like in the basement there was this we called it like the furnace room yes there was just all of like yeah. the, the breaker and all of that and just shelves and all the board games mm. went there. It was unfinished, all of that. And so I like created this little like Harry Potter nook for myself. Oh. So I like, I don't even know how I did it. I like got a desk in there. I like, it was like a fort. Like I had like blankets and just like, I would always try and make spaces my own. Mm. And then I like, my room was up on the top level really high from the ground and there was like the there's like a peak in the middle of the house or something and then outside my window was kind of like a avalanche of the roof so it went down really oh, yeah. quickly right yeah, yeah yeah and there was i just remember i like tried to make the roof my own space because <laughs> i wasn't like at one point so i oh i got like took the screen out like there was screws and shit all over like my bed and i just figured out how to like get out the window <laughs> you and i would, just, I would just sit there and then like you're just looking directly down but i was just like whatever this is like my own little wow. space no one knows that i'm here and mm. like this went on and on and on i would find these little nooks and crannies but all that to say it was really every time i needed like an energy shift or anytime i had like a big exam or any anytime I wanted to kind of like go inward and I think it's really important like not necessarily being like go into a dangerous space or like find a nook and cranny but it's really about like find a space that doesn't have to be what Pinterest says is a zen den mm. like it doesn't have to be this like whole room you're taking yeah. up because you might not have like an extra room mm -hmm. in your house but create a little corner of a room space a little space yeah. that you can go to that's going to remind you like a physical space that's going to remind you to shift your energy come back into mm -hmm. alignment whatever that looks like and I think it's a really good thing to note too like my friend Kelsey she didn't when she lived in her old house she didn't have a space yeah she was renting a room so she had like a zen den um like box yeah and it had all the things in her box that she would kind of like set up when she needed a zen den mm. so she would have like a corner in her room and then every, anytime she wanted to go back to that space she would take out the box and take out all the things from her altar so there's so many different ways that you oh. can do it but i think that 
that is a really good point to use like creating a space for yourself when you need it to elevate your energy it's just another tool right i love that and what really came up to me when you shared that story was like the safe place and if the the space doesn't have a reflection of you then and it's somebody else right rather it's a parent that decorated or maybe you didn't get a chance to decorate your home because you just moved or it's been hustling for five years and you just put on the back burner whatever your reason i love that you said you can recreate that space even in a box right or even in a picture or a little corner or or something to remind you but the emotional component that you're talking about is feeling safe in your space and the more that you do that the more that you can elevate your energy because all we want to do is feel safe right the more we don't feel safe the more we get that anxiety and that's what weighs us down it doesn't help us feel elevated right and that reminds me of a time when me and taylor first moved in we were renting in the basement so we both had to share an office that was quite the experience Mm. he had one closet i had the one closet we're polar opposites (laughs) i love white cars he loves black cars like we're just (laughs) (laughs) hot and cold yeah and so sharing an office space with him he felt like he couldn't decorate because he's all into like these cool things like he's got this really awesome nerdy side to him that i absolutely love right and it shows in his room like it's really spunky yeah and so, but I'm like the opposite. I don't like a lot of stuff on my shelf. I yeah. like white and like feng, feng shui. So for months, we both kind of felt awkward in the space yeah. until like I moved into the bedroom in our room and I just had a little desk and that's all I needed because mm. I wanted simplicity, right? Yeah. And he needed a room to do his schoolwork and everything that he does, right? right? So for me, even though I didn't have an office space, I had this little desk that I would just have a lamp and I would do my videos, but it felt zen to me because yeah. it was just, I needed less was more for me. Yeah. And then he had his space. So we felt so much better yeah and now that the people in the basement moved out and that we use it now as a, a workout space for him and his business he's downstairs and i'm upstairs and we've redesigned our office yeah. and i feel like i can go in my office any time of the day and i just feel so much lighter i feel so much more energized i have my, my meditation pillow yep. so i want you to know that you can take these baby steps so i want to tie all this together with the physical space is that if you even if you don't have a space start small like you yep. said with a box and then start small with maybe a corner and then maybe add the desk and then eventually work your way to the different room and the different yeah. parts of your house and that is what will help you build this environment yeah. for you to continuously elevate your energy in a yeah. physical space Totally. And I think that comes back to how I was talking about like these little habits that I implement are like reminders to me to come back to my space of alignment. You can create that in a physical space, Mm -hmm. these physical items or this physical room or something that's going to remind you about that energy. It's going to remind you to come back to that feeling. It's going to remind you to come Mm -hmm. back to alignment. Mm -hmm. And I think it's interesting as well. I wanted to mention um how i i saw it on tiktok originally but i know that it's like been over all over youtube but there's this guy and he was talking about mindset shifts Mm. so we've talked about like physical spaces and little habits Mm -hmm. like action items you can do so i wanted to talk about mindset so this guy was talking about how the brain can't process the negative so we use the example of saying like don't think of an elephant and then of course like you hear the audience laugh because everyone's thinking of an elephant and he goes on to talk about how like the human brain just whatever you kind of it doesn't process like do or don't it Mm. just hears what it hears Mm -hmm. basically yeah yeah and so i really liked he also used the example of ski skiers Mm. because i think this really brings it home so he was saying how like skiers know this if you're going downhill and you're going on a course and there's like a bunch of trees everywhere right you don't tell the person like don't hit a tree Mm. because then all you're gonna see are trees Mm. because you're gonna be focused on like there's a tree don't hit it there's a tree don't hit it you don't say don't 
hit a tree, you say, follow the path. Mm. And then all of a sudden, the trees kind of fade away because all you can see is the path. Mm. And I think that this like mindset shift is really great for energy as well, like shifting your energy from saying things in terms of like, I'm not going to eat the bag of chips to, you know what, I'm going to make a really healthy, nourishing meal tonight. Mm. Little things like that when you're talking about coming back to manifesting or alignment or whatever it is because I noticed this too with kind of like you know I we talked about even on our first podcast the creating these habits of like a morning routine (laughs) and so I started really developing my own specific morning routine that worked for me it was something I'd really wanted to do for a long period of time have like this Brianna's morning routine Mm. to ground me in the morning and it took me like six months and I finally found this routine that was finally easy you know and so and I was able to shift it and adapt it with the seasons and with what was going on and then you know all of a sudden, like two months go by and I'm like, oh man, I haven't actually done my morning routine in so long. But I relied on that, the actions of the morning routine to really ground me and bring me back to alignment. Mm -hmm. So the thing that I noticed that I did that always brings me back to finding that morning routine again and finding those things that feel light and bring me back into alignment is anytime I would say like, I haven't done my morning routine so long or like, oh, it's been a week and I haven't grounded myself in the morning. And I would, it would pull me further into not doing that routine because it would feel overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it just felt heavy. It felt not easy. And it's like first thing in the morning when you wake up, you don't want to feel heavy. No. So I started shifting the the wording and just saying like, you know what? I'm Mm -hmm. just going to do one of the things that I usually do. And I would do it and I would praise myself for it. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that was great. I went outside. I let the dogs out. I grounded myself on the grass. That was like one thing that I would implement. And focusing on that and saying like, oh, that was great. You know, I'm killing it. it. It felt lighter and it encouraged me to say I can do one more thing. And I know that even in our first podcast, we did talk about that of mm-hmm. saying just start small and then praise yourself for that one thing. But when you pair it with this energetic shift of like the reasoning behind it is that you're training your brain to like you're putting your energy towards that positive and towards that active voice of I am doing it Mm. you're also manifesting that that space you're manifesting that alignment or that energy or whatever you want to call it because you're focusing on the um on the windshield not the rearview mirror exactly and that's the shift that we're talking about in the moment but i love how you said you can anchor that with a morning routine but sometimes we're not perfect we're gonna fall off a routine right how many times have you fallen off and i fallen off right still teaching it i still fall off that's the human experience but i love that you mentioned that that how do you shift your focus from feeling bad about yourself and remaining in that victim state where you amplify more of it versus taking your power back and encouraging yourself and looking straight at the at the windshield saying i'm not gonna let yesterday define my today and i think that's huge huge because you know the biggest thing that people say is like when someone's doing something that's great with like whatever they're achieving it's like how do you do it how do you get there and it's always like how do you come back to Mm. that and i think like a huge part of that shift is by focusing on the positive and it kind of taking away the negative of Mm -hmm. I shouldn't do that or I'm not going to do that or you know once you take away the negative and again it's like once I started saying you know what I'm I'm not that far off from like 
getting back into my routine and I'm feeling really good about my workouts and I'm feeling really good about the nourishing food that I'm eating. Every single time I fell off, it was only the positive shift that brought me back to it. Mm. And so that's why it was so impactful hearing this video and this guy talk because it's like, whoa, that's what I that's what I do. That's exactly mm. what I feel every time I get focusing on what I'm not doing. It brings me further into what I'm mm. not doing. It's like that energy attracts that energy. One thousand percent. And this is where the whole quote that I use with inner beauty is that you cannot heal fear with fear. You can only hear fe- heal fear with love, right? Yes. But the fear and the darkness has such a huge play in it. It, yeah. it guides you and it allows you to grow and expand and learn these beautiful lessons. Yeah. And it brings me back to uh, Abraham Hicks that I was listening to this uh, this actual week or no last week it was and. The guy asked he had an addiction to something, right? Whether it's alcohol, whether it's drugs, whether it's sugar, whether it's whatever it may be, fill in the blank. We all have different addictions, right? And he's like, how do I overcome these addictions, right? And she was like, well, you're using these addictions to try and elevate your energy, to try and get into that aligned space like we're talking about. Mm -hmm. But that for them is that quickest routine, right? Would be more of an addiction. So then she's like, why don't you just meditate? and then do the addiction meditate and then do the addiction and i want to put disclaimer in here that we're not you know kind of amplifying the addictions yeah. but i think this is a really good point because i've actually talked about this in a lot of my coaching sessions as well is that when we try to deal with any type of addictions whether it's food whether it's body image whether it's alcohol drugs or whatever it may be we focus so much on the fear we focus on like yes. we're the skier at the top of the hill saying okay don't go for that glass of wine yeah. okay don't go for that drug okay yeah. don't go for that bag of chips yeah okay don't go for that toxic friend or, or the friend yeah. who has toxic behavior to be <laughs> correct right but that's what we're focusing on so abraham says meditate or do your morning routine meditation is probably the most powerful thing that you could do but mm-hmm. work your way towards that do yeah. other things until you can work your way to meditation and then when you do meditation what happens is you start shifting your energy every single morning and connecting to your intuition connecting totally. to your higher self and you start organically elevating your energy in a long period of time yep. so then there are longer periods before you crave your addiction and that's totally. naturally how you can slowly move away from it and that is how what I did as well like from my wine I love my red wine that's my mm-hmm. form of addiction is the only way I was able to kind of lean off of it was the more that I did this inner work and the more that I felt empowered and energized through other ways and when I did that I didn't need the wine because my intuitive empowerment and that drive that it gave me was so much higher than that glass of wine that I was trying to get that craving from you know what I'm saying so So you can apply this in any areas of your life it's so true and that's like me too it's like I hello my name is Brianna I'm a food addict and you know obviously something that I've been working on for a Mm -hmm. really long time and I always talk about how like these you know intuitive eating tools really help me to bring awareness to like whatever is going on and right when we were talking about that and you were kind of like specifically saying like do things that are going to elevate your energy it really brought awareness to like that's exactly what I talk about in intuitive eating when it's like you know people in diet culture will say like oh you're you're eating your feelings Mm. that's like the same thing as saying like well your energy is low and you're in that alignment and so you're trying to do things that are really quickly going to shift your energy but it's almost like the band-aid effect because those things are going to feel good in the moment Mm -hmm. right but if we talk get back to more of like 
the different language of intuitive eating and shifting your energy it's like yes every time i feel like i'm kind of falling back into that energy of like i'm i'm doing this not because it's adding to what i the way that i want to feel i'm binging on x y and z because i want to elevate man i want to feel better and it's like in that moment you know like i this is not going to make me feel better in the long term i don't want to do this but at the same time you're just like i don't know what else to do because my energy is so low and it might you might not use that language you might say my my emotions are overwhelming me or I'm in a really bad emotional state. That's the same thing, Mm. right? And so taking time to just pause and think about what are the other things that I can do that are going to make me feel good, that are going to elevate my energy, that are going to make me feel lighter. And even if you can't do it in that moment, play the long game what are things that i can just start to do right now that's not going to be like okay well now i'm done binge eating it's like no you start small and then maybe in a week you're feeling like this is a lot lighter i don't really need to binge eat anymore i love that thanks for sharing that and i think what i've noticed within myself in your own story about wines with the wine Mm -hmm. is do you feel asking your important question of how can you love yourself in the moment that you are binge eating or that you are drinking the wine or that you are are watching too much reality TV or totally. drinking too much coffee, whatever your form of addiction yes. is. There's so many different ones. But this is the second layer to what you're saying yeah. is how can you let go of the guilt? Yes. And that's what Huge. I loved about Abraham Hicks is that she talks about there's nothing wrong with addictions. You are actually trying to escape. We're not in- endorsing that. Yes. But what we're saying is that the more that you can love yourself through the process, the more organically you can step away from it using it as a tool. Ooh, huge. Because huge. think of it this way. If we have the higher perspective and we want to shift our energy and that's the only thing that's going to help you in this moment yeah. don't stop because yeah. if you take that away then that's a lot of times where people go crazy yes. they lose their mind yes. like a lot of cr- like bad things can happen mm-hmm. so it's like how can you bridge the gap seeing that this is not not bad you're not a bad person for doing this yeah you were just using it as a tool because you didn't know any better back exactly. then so now that you know how can you love yourself through the process as you do your self-care routine in the morning and then elevate your energy organically and then you can slowly lean off in your own divine time without feeling this immense like you're a piece of shit person for doing that that's it that's 100% it it's like a lot of the times especially like I'm a huge binge eater and so if I get down that's like exactly what I was saying if I get down to myself about like oh I'm such a piece of shit I did it again that puts me further into that I'm not gonna stop because I'm just feeling bad which is putting me further into that low energy which is making me have to use those addictions again because even though it's like you can have all the tools you like but in that moment when you come back to that trauma and those triggers okay well you know it's a whole different story it's hard so it's not only getting rid of that negative voice that's saying you're a piece of shit but shifting it to i'm gonna love myself through this because i'm i need this in this moment or whatever language you want to use but then take those little actions of when you're not in those trauma moments or whatever you want to call them what are you doing to elevate your energy when you're it's like if we bring it back to the boat it's like when the boat is calm yeah when the seas are calm yeah what are you doing to elevate your energy so that when a wave comes you're like i got this oh because i I, sucked in by the wave yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's an analogy. But I love that we're tying this to the skier. 
Yes. Right? The loving yourself part is focusing on the trail, where you're going. And the fearful part of yourself is, or when you bash yourself about it, or you're like, you know what I mean? That vicious cycle. You're looking at the freaking tree. You're going to hit the freaking tree. So stop looking at the tree. Exactly. (laughs) And I want to share a story to you. You kind of inspired me to share a story that I had this week where I think it was yesterday. I was just having this, this Dwight's first day of school. Everything was going great. But then I was just feeling this intense anxiety and I couldn't explain what, what it was about. So again, I utilized the tools. I want to elevate my energy because mm-hmm. you know I had some clients yesterday and I had to do do a bunch of different things and mm-hmm. then pick up Dwight from school I had my live video in the BU yeah. right and I like to be high energy for those because I want to bring my full self yeah so I had this expectation I realized yesterday that if I am not on my um, highest state that I cannot perform mm-hmm. and that is a lie because mm-hmm. I performed very well yesterday mm-hmm. but I kept beating myself up over it because I had anxiety yeah. I had fearful thoughts so then yesterday I went through my day continued along with it and I I played my manifestation music in the morning while I was getting ready for the drive to go pick up Dwight I still felt the anxiety but I still played the tools to help me elevate my energy organically right and then so once everyone went to bed that's when I was able to feel my feels Mm. that's when I had this huge cry for about an hour and Mm. I can't explain what it was about and you know we talked about this in the inner beauty uh, sessions that I really want to mention in this is that when it comes to feeling your feels it's okay to put it on your shelf. And I think we've talked about it in the podcast as well. Mm -hmm. You put it on the shelf to elevate your energy throughout the day, still perform, right? You can still be a high performing person and do what you need to do. But when you get home and you have that quiet time, Mm -hmm. you can actually feel your feels without wanting to explain it. I couldn't explain what was happening yesterday. I was fine with Dwight going to school. He had a great day. I performed excellent yesterday. I mean, I got into a a few uh, little hiccups that I worked through. So Mm -hmm. I was like, what is the issue at the end of the day? And I couldn't pinpoint it. And that was my lesson was I had a huge crying session for about an hour Mm -hmm. and I almost rescheduled my BU video because I wasn't in the energy but I still showed up it wasn't perfect but that's how we live our lives right Right. showing up imperfectly honored my emotions now today again played the manifestation music and now since I got to the studio I feel like I am in complete alignment again Mm. so I want us to understand that this process takes time and it may take a week two weeks months at first but then eventually you'll still do the same tools but it will take you like for myself it was a day and a half you know what i mean but it was you can still go through your day and not feel like you're in alignment still show up and do your best and utilize all the tools and it's interesting because my perspective was that i was looking at the tree thinking Mm. that i was you know a piece of crap and that i wasn't doing the work right because my energy wasn't aligned but that wasn't the case at all i'm allowed to feel low i'm allowed to have off days so don't be so hard on yourself because that's the natural human experience and that you don't have to say I'm going to stay at home all day because my energy is not aligned. No, moving through it in the boat, like you said, that's where the magic lies. That's how you retrain yourself. Huge. That's huge. Yeah. Like not putting that expectation on my energy always has to be at this level. It's like just how you kind of like brought up Abraham Hicks. Like I was listening this morning and she was saying the first thing she said was like, you know, we, we love ourselves today. And everyone's like, yes. And she's like, we love the contrast because it like identifies when, when we're not Ooh. in alignment. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's so interesting. That's so huge because like, just like you said, love yourself through the process, love yourself through the contrast. Use that contrast as a positive. See that tree when you bump into it, say, that's beautiful. I now recognize that like that was the wrong way to go and I can get myself back on track. Like shifting that 
the language that you use, the mindset and being gentle with yourself and Mm. understanding you're going to fall off the path. And that's fine because it lets you know where the path is Mm. and you are exactly where you're supposed to be right now in this moment. And I think like to really like pull everything together do what like experiment don't be afraid to fall off don't be afraid to not be in a high energy place don't be afraid to binge eat don't be afraid to cry for an hour Mm. it's like use all of these things to shift your mindset to say cool that's the contrast now where do i need to go Mm. and then focus on where it is you want to be Mm, i love that and i love that you said like honor where you are as you take the active steps to get clear on where it is that you want to be exactly and that's where the magic lies yeah and if you kind of let go of the fact that you don't want to be where you are right now and you're holding on so tight to where you want to be that's that's what keeps you stuck and that's That's exactly the lesson that i'm learning currently in my life yeah is that i was so resistant to feeling off yesterday yeah because i had a great weekend painted dwight's room everything fell into place but at the end of the day it was i'm getting my period and i'm tired you know what i mean and i need rest but i can't rest because i've got i've got stuff going on yeah so this is a time for me to just take care of myself to cry and let it out and regroup the next day right so don't be afraid to honor where it is that you are as you're taking action to where it is that you want to be and uh, that is truly how you shift your energy organically without trying to fix or trying to force things yes. into place. Ooh! Ooh-hoo. What a pod. What a pod. Oh, it reminds <laughs> me of the movie. I forget what it is. But there's these little fairies. And it's, oh, man, I'm going to have to ask Dwight what it is. <laughs> it's this really cool movie. But there's these little pods and Beyonce's in it. And she's like the queen. It's such a magical story. Oh. Um podcast listeners help us out if you can send us a message <laughs> yeah. or comment below if you're in a be movement community but such a great movie all right i'm yeah. excited to watch so it. that's our recommendation is to watch that movie <laughs> once we know <laughs> that the movie with called. the fairies and beyonce yeah movies fairies right. and beyonce and i think it's colin farrell as one of the guys Okay. Love his voice. <laughs> Asked away, come back to us. <laughs> Asked away, come back. Oh, and on that note, <sighs> create yourself a beautiful day.